0: This is Sit in Friends in the Morning.
1: Friends, how many of us have
0: been 77 WABC. <laughs> Justin, last night around dinner time, my buddy John wanted to hear the Trump interview. He's done a lot of politics today, a lot, folks, as we always do, news, sports, all of it. Fourth and final hour starts now. So I asked Justin for the Trump interview to send to my friend. It was about uh, 7.30 last night. We had just finished dinner. Me, Danielle, Ava, finally home from the hospital, and Gabriel at P.J. Clark's down by the water. And then I sent Justin another text, and I said, you know, I'm really proud of you. I've uh, had a lot of producers over the years. A lot of you think my first job was with Bernie. Not even close. I hosted big time shows solo in South Florida for a long time. Big time shows at three different stations. And I had huge, I had, I had a huge, I never had co hosts. I had one. OJ McDuffie it was a disaster. But I said to Justin, I said, you, um, I'm really proud of you. I did say that, right, Justin?
2: You did say that, yes. Although it did seem like I was a little bit confused the way you worded it. It seemed like you were. Uh, copy and pasting a message from somebody else and then sending it to me. Interesting. But uh, I think you just left out one you.
0: Yeah, no, it was actually just from me to you.
2: Yeah, which I really appreciate. Well, I'm proud of you. I am.
0: And it's not easy producing for me. No,
2: it's not. (laughs) The
0: show ends, and one minute later, I'm like, who's on tomorrow? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you only have one guest or two guests during a four-hour show, I'm going to break your balls, and I don't care.
2: But I know how much worse it could be in this this industry especially.
0: Well, you do know that. And you've been working... uh, this is not your first job. No. You've done other shows. No. Yes. But you'll be the first to admit that this is the best show you've been on.
2: This is by far the best show, and this is the most fun I've had doing my job.
0: Well, thank you. Lou Rafino, who worked with Imus, doesn't get bigger than that, except for maybe Stern, maybe Rush. He says the same thing. I mean, I want not put words in your mouth, but you have said that, Louis. You love this show. are having fun. You think it's a great show. It's the best time I've had I probably, since the most early days of FAN. Right, the early, early days. Right. Because you're
2: yeah. sitting next to me, Not right?
0: mm, Nothing can't... to do with that at oh, all. Okay. No. Sorry.
2: Sorry. I'll make a list no. and your tease both. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But okay. the point <laughs> is
0: uh, that I did send that text to Justin. And then it reminded me of a conversation I had on Friday with a guy that was in the same chair you were at. It was in South Florida, of course, not exact chair. But he was my producer at WQAM. He was a young kid from Hialeah. Not a lot of experience, very little. And In fact, the station didn't want me to put him on the air. I've had that with all you guys, all you guys. And it turned out he was like my co-host, like you guys are. And you guys are great. Every bit as good as anybody I've ever had, great. And this guy, Victor, was terrific. He really was. And he worked his ass off for me. And I got fired, and I left Florida, and I check up. And every year at the sports Emmys, this kid's winning Emmy Awards. Now, he moved to Telemundo, which is a big deal. And I think he's won three or four Emmys, and he won one again this year. So I look on Facebook on Friday, and there he is holding up his newest Emmy and reminded me of the tree I talked about earlier, from Joy Taylor to Chris Olivero to Amber Wilson to George Sedano to Victor Bermudez, all you guys. So here he is, another Emmy on his shelf on Friday my former producer at WQIM in Miami. So proud of him, the great Victor Bermudez. Victor, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good
1: morning, Sid. How are you? Uh, and be, before we go on, um, how's Ava? I heard you mention she just got out of the hospital. Everything okay? I mean, we could take this off, off air on Texas. Fit's no, office. she's
0: not. You know, she's uh, she's had, she got had some issues. I mean, she had uh, a couple of uh, infections and... It's all temporary, thank God. Right now, as we speak, the left side of her face is paralyzed. But it's temporary. She'll be all right in a couple of weeks. But, you know, Vic, she's 19. Her friends are on the beach. Ava's gorgeous, you know. And uh, right now, she can barely drink on the left side of her mouth. So it's it's sad. We have a lot of medication at home. i got to run home after the show and take you. She's going to be okay. She'll be fine in two weeks, in three weeks, hopefully, maybe a month. I don't know, two months. You won't even know. But it's been a difficult couple of weeks, so I can tell you that. So thank you for asking, because yeah. she was a baby when uh, you and I worked together. She was.
1: Yeah, she was. She was.
0: And Gabriel too. Uh, Gabriel was like just born, right?
1: Gabriel was just born. Gabriel was just born. Yeah, we, we went through that whole ordeal together because I remember um, Elizabeth was born when I was on doing Middays. My my daughter was born when I was doing Middays with, with you on, on WQAM. But um, I, I heard everything you mentioned and, and it's not just the funnest show. Uh, I had tons of fun working on, on the Sid Rosenberg show during during my time with, with you in Miami Um I will add to that and say it's life changing working mm-hmm. on the Sid Rosenberg. And I, I can say that wholeheartedly. Uh, no, no excuses or, or n- I'm not making this up. I'm not saying this because I'm your show. It, it changed my life professionally mm-hmm. because I came into the business trying to be something I was not trying to portray something. Um, someone who's up there in New York. I interned for Adam Cooperstein, who's on NBC up yeah. in New York. Yeah. Uh, I interned for him. I interned for Joe Rose on, on NBC as well. And I was trying to portray something that I was just not I was not good at that professional journalist um and you know I'm, I'm as you said, I'm from Hialeah, it's a great <laughs> guy, and I have curse words and and it's who I am, and you were the first one to point out, and I'll never forget the conversation. He looked at me and said, "What are you doing? Who are you? Who are you trying to be?" um And that immediately just clicked and changed, and I started being myself. I started just portraying who I really am. And I thought that was what won over the audience locally and and what just changed my career. I said, if I'm going to try to succeed in this, I'm going to do it my way. Um, And ironically enough, you would end every show with Frank Sinatra my way. And it just changed. (laughs) It changed the game. It changed the game. And I said, okay, so let's go. Let's try this route because I wasn't having any success the other way. And it was partnering up with you and and you bringing me on and and letting me know it's okay to be you.
0: Well, that's true, and especially you because you're a great kid and a talented kid. I've, I've said this to Mark Melusis at WFAN. His wife once called me. He would kill her if he knew about it. She called me off the air, and she said, why isn't Mark having more success? And I said, because he's trying to be Francesa. Just be Mark. I've told Alec every once in a while. He does these updates. He puts on this voice. Stop putting that voice on. Stop it. Don't do a radio voice. Just talk like you talk. And at least for me, I have come to find over the years that when I've told people to be themselves, even Joy Taylor, you know, she had undue amount of pressure. Her brother, Jason, Hall of Famer, Miami Dolphins, she wanted to be, you know, overnight she wanted to be, you know, the next uh, Barbara Walters. And I just said, take it easy, slow down, be yourself. And you especially because you are a South Florida kid, highly a kid. The audience loved you. Now, you don't have to punch me across the face and give me a black eye at the Super Bowl. That's a whole other story. Why did you do that? You, <laughs> you, punched, you punched me first.
1: <laughs> you, know, you love to tell this story. There's always three sides to a story There's yours, there's mine, and then there's what really happened. No, happy. that was my fault. That, you that, yeah. Loved
0: yeah, it was my fault. I admit yeah. it. Yeah, we were all drunk, and um, I forgot what the fight was about, but Dauphin linebacker Channing Crowder was in the car, too, and he kind of egged the whole thing on. So, how many Emmy Awards have you won now exactly?
1: I just won my fourth uh, this past wow. year. Wow! Lucky enough to,
0: to win four our, Emmy our awards. And, and, and now, what was this for for Telemundo?
1: This was for the the most recent World Cup we did. Um, I was also nominated for Sunday Night Football. I produced that in Spanish on on Telemundo and NBC Universal. So it's uh, anytime you become your own competition, it's uh, pretty much a guaranteed trophy and we were going up against each other obviously we were going up uh, against a few other shows but um the world cup ended up taking it and rightfully so they, they, it was a great broadcast from i mean from, from start to finish it
0: yeah. was yeah, pretty historic. So you've won, and you're always a great boxing guy, too, because I'm one of the few guys left. that had Teddy Atlas on just a couple of days ago, Vic. You would have appreciated that. And I'm still holding on to yeah. boxing. Everybody's moved on to Dana White, UFC, MMA. That's fine. Good stuff. Terrific. I'm still a boxing guy. And we went to Vegas a couple of times, and you were great with the boxing stuff. Have you won an Emmy for that, too?
1: I have that. I've won Tully Awards for boxing. It's like a little, step below Emmy. Um, I've, I've won quite a few things for, for boxing. I've done some historic ratings. As far as uh, what we 've done with our boxing coverage, right and just blown up social media, but uh, not as far as that means, we just don't have the the programming for gotcha to win something for for boxing
0: now, for sixty seconds to go here, and again i 'm so proud of you. I love working with you, you were loyal. You were great on the air. You worked your ass off for me off the air. If I, if I got in a car accident on a Saturday morning, Victor, I'd call you. You'd be there. I want you to hop on here with my current producer, Justin Ellick, who gets a lot of the text now, Victor, that you got 10 years ago. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. So, Justin, yeah. what uh, you want to ask Victor one thing or say something to him? Because maybe you've got four Emmys, Justin, in your future. Who knows? Well, maybe.
2: Well, listen. If, if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm so lucky, Vic, what's going on, man? It's uh, it's Justin. I'm uh, I'm a, I guess I'm the future. <laughs> I guess I'm the future you from uh, from uh, like uh, 15 years ago. And what are these
0: that. texts that you get from me occasionally that Victor may or may not recognize?
2: Uh, he'll definitely recognize them. I would say 10:30, 10:45 after every day. Really, the worst the worst ones for me are Friday mornings when the show wraps up, and he's asking me at 10:30, 10:45, who's on on Monday morning. <laughs> And I,
0: yeah, yeah, and now I have to
2: yeah. sweat on my Friday afternoon over like, cause I like to get these things out of the way. I don't like to be spending my Sunday nights like trying to book guests for Monday morning, especially because people don't like to be bothered on their Sundays. So now I got to spend all the afternoon on Friday figuring out Monday's show, which actually turns out to be a blessing in disguise because then I'm all set and I'm ready to go. Right. But, uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, that, yeah. that's got, that's got to be the, the worst possible. Who's on tomorrow, especially after like 45 minutes earlier? I already told them. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> that, that, that's the frustrating thing. You could tell him ten times, and he'll ask you uh, 12, uh, 12 more times. Right. But I, I will say this: it's, uh, it prepares you because it's at the moment it's annoying. I get it. I receive the text messages, and it's and nothing's ever good enough. Right. Uh, yeah, he's they're... proud of you, and he, he'll, he'll he'll congratulate you and, and thank you, and, and you're the great, and you're the best, and and but it's never good enough. There's not a a guest list that is. <laughs> Yeah, I can compare or it will ever be worthy. It's just what's next, what's next. And that's real life. That's that's the business we're in. It's um, one and it was great. Okay, now now i got to get two. Okay, now I have three. Well, what if I get four and right. I have four? Right. Well, let's just fill up a hand. Mm-hmm. And, and that's life and, that, and that's the business we're in. So... At the time, it's annoying. I, I'm well aware of that. Um, I can attest to it. Um, annoying to the point that you may want to punch him in the face. Right. Which yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. Which, which wow. you
0: did. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> which I did. So that, that always helps with the frustration, right. the, the fact that I was able to do that. Right. I don't I
2: don't. I don't, I, I don't think I'd come out of that one
0: alive. <laughs> no, that was – but listen, he's got – it was uh, in Indianapolis. It was the Giants-Patriots Super Bowl. And, and I walked in the next day. And Princess goes, what happened to you? <laughs> I, I,
1: I ruined your, I ruined your NFL Network um, mm-hmm. top ten appearance.
0: You did, you did. Right. NFL Network, there was that's no right.
1: makeup. Came, we came in ready to go. Like I said, there's no makeup we can put on you. There's yeah, couldn't do, do it.
0: I couldn't do the show. Yeah. Yeah. The best part was uh, getting home that Sunday and Danielle saying, "Cause I didn't tell you, like, what happened to you?" <laughs> and I told her, "Victor has punched me in the face." My own producer. She goes. Okay, yeah, right. What really happened? No, really. Victor punched me across the face. <laughs> uh, listen, we, uh, I'm so proud of you. I really am. And, and I'm not surprised. Likewise, I'm sure there'll be five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten before it's all said and done. Uh, your wife, your kids are great. You're, you're a terrific guy, great family man. And I'm proud of you. So, uh, I look at the guys that worked around me when they have success. I feel like I have success. So continue to sec, uh, success, Victor Bermudez. You are a, a legend and I love you. Thank you so much.
1: It means the world to hear that from you, Sid, and, and I don't know what, what it means coming from me, but I am extremely proud of you and, and the way that you always um, defy the odds and, and continue to rise. When, when people think it, it's done, um, you count on Sid. Sid will continue to get up from a knockdown, oh. um, and I admire you for that. I, I appreciate everything you've done for me personally, for my for my family, for my career. Um, it's always great hearing from you, and, and it means the world, honestly.
0: Oh, you just made me cry. I'll get out of here. I love you. Thank you. Victor, you're the best. Enjoy Los Angeles. Victor Bermudez, four Emmy Awards later, and a uh, a great success. And um, like I said, it makes me proud. Uh, a bunch of kids and, and uh, that worked around me that, that have gone on and done some great things, and that's, uh, that's what the game is all about. Because one day I'll be dead or I'll move on, and somebody else will have this position. They won't be nearly as good, nearly as good, but they'll have it. Yeah. and then uh, some other some other schmuck will be there producer and mm-hmm. yeah. say, "Boy, that guy was great." And... Well, I
2: was going to say the absolute worst part about working with you is that I'm, I'm literally like, sort of part of me is turning into you now, like in my normal everyday life. <laughs> yeah, that happened to Victor too. Right, so all I'll of just, them. I'll just be sitting at the dinner table like, uh, you know, uh well, you're your soup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know all that stuff happens. It's horrible.